0: South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment and the spa, just by using the club card when wagering. Southport Casino's racebook has you covered.
1: Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The Foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted. Adapted to meet their unique physical needs, Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org.
0: The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Soraco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network.
3: Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Good morning everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program as we begin begin another week of uh, great horse racing around the country, covering it uh, here in Las Vegas, Las Vegas style at the Race Day Las Vegas show. Of course, welcome all of our listeners on our anchor radio station, KSHP 1400 AM and 107.1 FM here in Las Vegas. And of course, all of you that are uh, watching us or listening to us through the uh, streaming of our websites, global, or maybe your iPhone, your Android with the KSHP app that you can hear us on your devices, or maybe anywhere you get your podcasting. And of course, if you're here at YouTube, on the South Point Studios feed, watching us, uh, not only listening to us, but watching us live right here from the South Point Studios at the uh, South Point Hotel Casino Complex here on the Las Vegas Strip, a fabulous strip in Las Vegas. We welcome you to the show no matter however, wherever, whenever you get us, and we start another week of uh, covering racing Las Vegas style. All I can tell you, there's a lot going on. First of all, we uh, do want to uh, you know, voice our concerns and our thoughts and our prayers going on to all those folks in Texas, we understand there's about eight hundred eight hundred miles of wildfires going on, mostly in the panhandle of Texas that's uh, just devastating right now that uh, they say the area that's uh burning out of control right now is larger than the footprint of the city of Los Angeles. So just take a look at uh take a thought about that or two and of course, the weather around the country weather wise looks uh pretty good uh throughout the uh, nation right now there's a lot uh, of action going on of a front that's going through it's going to make its way through the uh, northeast but nowhere near in so, uh, the uh, southern part of the east coast where florida is at and of course gulf stream and tampa bay are running today but uh, there is a lot of action going on from the mid atlantic up to the uh, northern atlantic and on the east coast there might be uh, a few off tracks going on on the eastern tracks as well As far as the West Coast is concerned, it's clear as a bell right now, but there's no racing in Southern California. However, this is big cap week in Southern California. The Santa Anita handicap at one time used to be the pinnacle race for the handicap division. Everybody pointed for what they termed the big cap, and it was the the, uh, most uh, prestigious and certainly. One of the hardest uh, handicap races to win, it came always on the first weekend of March, and it will again come uh, on the first Saturday in March, which is uh, just uh, this uh, upcoming Saturday. And, of course, several other stakes races there. Uh, At Santa Anita, there will be four stakes races that will include the Big Cap, and, of course, the San Felipe, one of the uh, four major races uh, this weekend on Saturday that uh, will hold uh, points, for the Kentucky Derby uh, leaderboard. Uh, those races will be the Gotham at uh, Aqueduct with uh, not only that uh, but uh, four stakes races overall at Aqueduct. Again, and we say the four stakes races at Santa Anita with the San Felipe and has 50 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard there as well as the uh, Gotham in New York. And of course at uh, t- Turfway Park, the John Battaglia will hold 20 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard but the big big racing card this weekend comes in Florida at Gulfstream Park Gulfstream Park's gonna have nine stakes races on Saturday four grade threes four grade twos one other one but included among those graded stakes races will be the Fountain of Youth which will hold 50 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard and a hell of a field lined up for the Fountain of Youth and also uh, the Davana Dale Will, which will hold 50 points for the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard as well, and of course at Aqueduct, the the Busher, by the way, on the Aqueduct uh, card on Saturday, in addition to the Gotham, but the the uh, Busher stakes will hold 50 points for the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard. So we got a lot going on as far as the Kentucky Derby, Kentucky Oaks leaderboards, and certainly it'll be a shakeup there as it was last weekend. Four races with Kentucky Derby points. Two races with Kentucky Oaks points, so it's going to be a big weekend overall on Saturday. We will wait and see, however, how the weather is going to be in Southern California. We get the advanced weather predictions for Southern California for Saturday that shows an 85% chance of rain in Southern California on Saturday. If that holds true, you know what might happen for the... uh, racing card the big cap card on saturday at santa anita we will wait and see what happens there as well uh taking a recap of some of the stuff that happened uh, this past weekend especially the uh the saudi uh big the saudi cup there in saudi arabia we understand that white Abario that raced in that race is uh, will not go on to dubai he's coming back to the uh, united states the winner señor buscador and the second place finisher Bushba Tassero, these two finished a nose apart in the Saudi Cup. They are both going on to the Dubai World Cup. As a matter of fact, they left together on their way to Dubai. They're already there. The one-two finishes in the Saudi Cup will compete again in the Dubai World Cup. Saudi Crown, who competed in the Saudi Cup, Saudi Crown goes to Dubai, but he's going to cut back and go in the Dubai Mile at uh, in Maidan uh, for that. And uh, one more... Um, Uh, Forever Young, who competed in uh, Saudi, is going to go to Dubai in the UAE Derby. Now, the UAE Derby has 100 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard. If Forever Young wins there as well in that derby, then they are planning to take those 100 points and bring them to the United States for the Kentucky Derby. So Forever Young will be doing that as well. Uh, And as far as uh, anything else as far as horse racing, Uh, Those are the latest news items there. Now, late news item here in Las Vegas. Patrick Mahomes obviously liked his partying that went on after the Super Bowl here because he was back last week for more parties with uh, some of the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, Travis Kelsey was seen uh, on the golf course at Wynn. So they're continuing the party with their success for the uh, Super Bowl here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Always nice to see him come back, that's for sure. All right, on today's show, we got uh, Jonathan Ardoon standing by. He's got his little soapbox going on. And we're going to talk about an unusual disqualification that happened in the last race on Sunday at Santa Anita. A disqualification in an area of a race that they normally don't ever uh, take into consideration for any changes in orders to finish. Well, it happened on Sunday in the last race. Jonathan's going to fill you in on that. And, of course, at Santa Anita on Sunday... Uh, the winner of the Wishing Well Stakes was uh, A.G. Bullet, Umberto Rispoli's third win of the day uh, on that uh, win there at Santa Anita, paid nine eighty. It was uh, Jerry Jackowitz's reverse play that hit there. He also had the exacta and the uh, trifecta. Jerry's uh, key horse ran second, uh, Graceland de Grey, while uh, Miss Lizzie finished third. Uh, A.G. Bullet was trained by Richard Baltis. Remember, he had that long suspension. Baltus finally came back, and he gets his first stakes win back there. It was nice to see that as well. John Lundo and all of us who bet John Lundo's horse at Santa Anita on Sunday had a heartbreaking loss by a nose when Andy, can you hear me, got up in the final jump, dropping his head right at the wire to beat uh, John's uh, pick, uh, Sabastis, who finished uh, second in that race. That was kind of a heart-pumping loss there. As far as the pari uh, at, at Santa Anita on Sunday, not one horse, not one in the entire 10-race card paid $10 or more. Highest-priced winner was the winner of that uh, Wishing Well paying $9.80, so uh, the public has still seen it very well at Santa Anita these days. Gulfstream Park, Safi Joseph Jr. got his 1,000th career win in the last race on Sunday at Gulfstream Park in the form of Palace Zip, who won for Edgard Zayas, paying $7 even. This horse won a maiden claiming race. First lifetime start for this horse gets the win, and an important win, a milestone win for Safi Joseph Jr. there. That was uh, one of the highlights at Gulfstream on Sunday. And uh, Jose Ortiz won four races on Sunday at Gulfstream as well. Oaklawn Park Park uh, on uh, Sunday. Well, uh, they had another big $100 winner. A hundred and nine dollar and twenty cent winner in the seventh race with a Fleet Sky. Rocco uh, Bowen was the rider there, and coincidentally, Rocco Bowen has won two races with horses at fifty to one or longer at Oaklawn Park in this past week. So you got to watch him on those big, big, huge long shots, I guess. Uh, Keith Asmussen had a couple of wins there at Oaklawn. And uh, at uh, Aqueduct on Sunday, the winner of the Gander Stakes was uh, Pandagate. Pandagate for Christophe, uh, Christophe Clement, paid $4.80 as the favorite under Dylan Davis, outrunning Doc Sullivan and Liberty Central. So that's kind of what happened on Sunday. But a lot of the horses, a lot of the participants that raced in the Saudi Cup on their way at the, the Dubai and Maidan Racecourse for, of course, the next big international racing card, the Dubai World Cup racing card coming up soon. All right, uh, on today's show, as we say, i got Jonathan Ardun, He's going to stand by with his soapbox and a couple of picks for us in Florida. Uh, John Linda will be here, as well as Jerry Jackowitz to give us a little bit more on uh, some wagering tips, etc. And as I say, as far as the weather is concerned today, it looks great in Southern California, but you know what's going to happen possibly on Saturday. No racing in Southern California anyhow. And, of course, uh, as well as the uh, racing around the country, some of the bad weather is up in the Northeast. Okay, we're going to get started with uh, some of your Race Day Las Vegas uh, particulars here with uh, the guests standing by, handicappers standing by, your racing menu standing by, and I hope you're standing by too. So don't go away. We'll be right back on your Wednesday Race Day Las Vegas show
0: south point Casino is the perfect place to be our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player with 52 overhead tvs free wi-fi and cocktail service bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the usb ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery want to wager from your seat no problem with our ipts just sign up make a deposit and you're off to the races Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's race book has you covered. From the South Point studio. There. The perfect blend of sports. But I think the Niners are going to wear them down. Detroit Pistons lost their 36 games. Comedy. See over under on that relationship lasting. I'm going to put Mayo in the coffee. Yes. Yes. I am beautiful. And a whole lot of Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Join Ryan McCormick. That's at least... Two picks outside of our own in the first round next year. Oreo. And host Frank Nicotero. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the clock. I go ah! ah! oh, oh. watch punchlines live at noon every weekday.
3: All righty, back on the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. Just taking a look right now at the leaderboard as, it's, as it stands right now on our way to the more Derby points and Oaks points on the weekend with a big win over the weekend uh, this past weekend for Timberlake. He goes right to the top of the leaderboard as far as the Kentucky Derby points. He's got 66. Sierra Leone now sits in second with 55. Track Phantom also there second at 55. Then you have fierceness at 36 and common defense at 27, uh, 27 points, and that is the top five in the leaderboard for the Kentucky Derby. As far as the Kentucky Oaks, with that maiden win in the uh, race at uh, Oaklawn on on uh, Saturday, Lemon Muffin now has 50 points for that win in the uh, race there. For D. Wayne Lucas, she's on top in the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard. Tarifa uh, is second with uh, 50 as well. So 50 goes to Lemon Muffin and Tarifa. They're both on top there with 50. Just FYI, that will be running, I believe, at uh, Gulfstream Park on uh, Sunday in the point-getter race there, the Devana Dale, has 40 points. West Omaha, who failed over the last weekend, is still there with 40 points. So they're kind of uh, in second place there. And uh, Intricate sits there at 35. So those are the... Uh, leaders right now, the top five in the leaderboard for the Kentucky Oaks and the Kentucky Derby, but you know it's going to change a lot over this weekend as well. Alright, here's the racing menu of tracks available right now in the racebook, simulcast Centers and Racetracks for today. We remind you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day are that at the Pacific Time Zone, because that's where we're at here in the Pacific Time Zone. These will be the first post times that roll out in our racebook here at uh, South Point today. If you're listening uh, around the world on those many different outlets that we uh, greeted you at the top of the show, well, then we know there's plenty of other time zones you're in listening and watching us, so please uh, adjust to the first post times of the Pacific time zone. These are Pacific time zone first post times. Don't want you to miss anything like, of course, I miss mom and dad. All right, here's your menu. We begin with uh, Parks Racing. Parks Racing has a first post time of 9.05, 9.05 at Parks Racing today. Then the second coming up second will be Gulfstream Park. Big uh, racing at Gulfstream today. Big uh, week coming up there at Gulfstream. Their first post time is 9:10. 9:10 at Gulfstream Park. Uh, by the way, Parks Racing, their pick five jackpot carryover is small. $12,847 in the uh, pick five uh, jackpot carryover at Parks. Gulfstream Parks pick six. Rainbow jackpot carryover stands at $526,169 today. Their first post time at Gulfstream, 910 Then we go to Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs has a first post time of 930 They have a super high five carryover at Tampa Bay of uh, $1,369. And their pick six jackpot carryover, $15,987. First post time at Tampa Bay is at 930 then next we go to Mahoning Valley Racecourse. Mahoning Valley Racecourse has a regular pick five carryover, not a jackpot, a regular pick five carryover at Mahoning Valley Racecourse today of $10,333. $10,333. First post time at Mahoning Valley, 945 Next comes Turf Paradise in Phoenix, Arizona. Turf Paradise has a Pick 6 jackpot carryover of $23,949. That's their uh Pick 6 jackpot carryover there at Turf Paradise. First post time is 11:55. Then we go to Turfway Park. Turfway Park has a Super High 5 carryover of $1,428, a Pick 6 jackpot carryover of $1,569. And their first post time at Turfway Park today is 2:55. Five minutes later, you get the first post time at Penn National. Penn National's first post time is three o'clock, and they have a super high five jackpot carryover, twelve hundred fifty-four dollars, one thousand two hundred fifty-four dollars there. Again, three o'clock first post time, and we wrap up the eight uh, tracks on our menu today with Charlestown races. Charlestown has a pick-six jackpot carryover, $5,898, and their first post time is at 4 p.m. And that is your racing menu for today, Wednesday, here on almost the last day of February. Remember, this is a leap year, so we get that one extra day tomorrow, February 29th, and then we turn the page to March. Now we'll go to Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Oh, well, I'm doing fine, my man. we got a lot to cover, that's for sure, on the show. Why don't we do this? I, I do want to talk a little bit about the Hall of Fame and the new Baffert lawsuit that I think is kind of uh, almost comical. But in any case, uh, I do want to start out with that uh, disqualification in the last race at Santa Anita and a disqualification in an area of a race that they normally just bypass. So what's the deal?
2: I have no idea, Ralph. I saw the winner start flashing and I said, well, this will be 30 seconds and they'll say no change. And then as time went on, started to get a little longer and a little longer. And I'm thinking to myself, are they really going to take this horse down? I mean, it's against all their uh, precedent. You know, since the Bayern days when that horse came over and he got to stay, they don't even look at these fouls anymore or, or supposed fouls. Comes on Sunday in the last race of the day, and uh, people were unhappy, and rightfully so. You can't make that call, Ralph. And not only that, if they're going to take him down, they got to put him fourth. They're not going to put him second because – The horse that finished third, I thought was, if anyone was barred, that it was him, and he missed by a nose. It's just a mess, and uh, Southern California racing, slowly circling the drain. It's terrible, Ralph. On Saturday, they didn't take the Dubai World Cup. If you were at the track, you couldn't bet it. I mean, you know, I don't know why they're in the racing business. They're doing everything to hurt the game, and uh, it's such a beautiful track, and, you know, it's been a staple for years, Santa Anita however the product is just really
3: getting bad yeah normally when they say when a horse breaks out of a starting gate while the jockey is getting ready to grab them and take a hold of them because they let let the reins loose because the sensation by the way if you're ever on the back of a racehorse coming out of a starting gate the sensation is they're standing there and as soon as the gate opens they leap forward when they leap forward <laughs> The horse comes out from under you, the, the horse. If you're sitting it's on ground. the horse, yeah. the, no, the horse, it drops right. out from under you. So you're sitting there with the, you got your feet in the stirrups. It comes out from under you. So you sit there, and you have a hold of the mane and not the reins tightly because if you have the reins tightly, you're going to fall back. So you have your hands on, on the mane to let him come out and take you with him. As soon as that second or third stride comes into play, that's when you start the grab and all that. So the horse comes out and veers quickly to the right or left you have you know one or two strides before you can get a hold of them and straighten them out one way or the other so and, and because of that dynamic uh the stewards usually let them get away with a lot that happens at the starting gate they just uh, discount it uh, as part of racing so this was they very, them they, so they then, them yeah th- this is very unusual what happened here they usually didn't do that that's why i think it was uh, so uh, not unbelievable because anything's unbelievable there, but so out of the ordinary.
2: Yeah, but if it, another thing, if it was Flavian Pratt or Irod Ortiz or, you know, a really high-profile jockey, I really doubt they would have taken him down, Ralph. It it was just a bad takedown, another bad DQ. And, you know, we talk about it way too much. We shouldn't be talking about bad DQs, but we end up talking about them at least twice a week. That should never be. You should never have that problem. And, uh, again, I don't have the answer. I don't know the answer, but it's a mess. Between that and the computer-assisted wagering with odds dropping, you know, no one's doing anything to help improve the game. All they're doing is hurting the game.
3: Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, we just, uh, I don't know. You, I don't know the answer either. It's consistency is the answer. One way or the other, just make it consistent. And oh, it's not...
2: consistent at
3: this point, Ralph. It's consistently bad. Is it's what cons- It's consistently it's, it's inconsistent <laughs> is what it is. In any case, uh, do you know the, because uh, the, I didn't catch it, the price of the horse that got disqualified?
2: No, but he ran a hell of a race, I'll tell you that much. I didn't play him, but he was battled. He battled every step of the way, and he finally drew off late. I think it was maybe 4-1 to one or 9-2. to two. I'm not sure. They put up the 4-5 to five shot. I know right, that.
3: Because he got disqualified in, in, in favor of the horse that paid 320 as the favorite in that race. So I'll wait and see what John Lindo's thoughts about that a little bit later on in the show. All right, Hall of Fame. Uh, there I understand, 17 finalists that include returning candidates, Kona Gold. That Kona Gold's been up for, for the fall Hall of Fame for I don't know how long I remember. Uh, Rags the Riches uh, is also coming back for that. So the Triple Crown winner, Justify, Horse of the Year Gun Gunrunner, uh, jo- Jor- uh, Joel Rosario, four, uh, who ranks fourth all-time in Breeders' Cup wins. They're all new finalists in the National Museum of Racing's 2024 Hall of Fame ballot announced uh, the other day. Uh, I believe it was yesterday. Nine racehorses, six trainers, two jockeys account for the 17 finalists. The others include Blind Luck, Game on Dude, Gio Ponte, Arve de Grace, as I said, Conan Gold, Lady Ellie, and Rags to Riches. Trainers Christophe Clement, Karen McLaughlin, Graham Motion, Doug O'Neill, John Sadler, John Sheriffs, and jockey Jorge Chavez. All I can tell you is Jorge Chavez be- deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, too. Yeah, but
2: that- this, day and, this day and age, he would never make the Hall of Fame because he was known for really riding a horse, you know. And if, with the six rules, with the six whip rule, he he wouldn't win 100 races, believe me. <laughs> he used he would go to work on horses, not in a bad way. He just got the most out of them. He was a strong rider. And when he got off, he got everything out of the horse that you could get. So, in the new day of the Heisa, I don't know how many career wins he would have really had. But he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame.
3: Now, being a uh, fortunate enough to be one of the people that vote on this, I, I think all, every one of the ones that I, 17, honestly belong in the Hall of Fame. They're not all going to get there because. We can vote as as many as we want, but they will take 50 uh, percent or more of the total votes on the horses that get in it, and then they'll come back like Conan Gold. I mean, he's he's been there for I think 10 years. I keep voting for him, but I guess he doesn't get enough uh, from people he's outside the worst of me.
2: Course. If he was an East Coast horse, he would have been in years ago. Believe me, there's a certain bias against, so I think, anyway, you know, and uh, he definitely deserves to be in the, in the Hall of Fame, and he's not, and it's a shame.
3: Well, uh, so so you think they all deserve it, too, Don? Well, yeah, I do. I yeah. really do.
2: Yeah. Most of them mean? on the list, absolutely. I mean, John Sheriffs, how could he not be in the Hall of Fame? Would By say, now,
3: he should have be in the Hall of Fame. Just with his work with Zenyatta, nothing else.
2: That's what I'm saying. After
3: yeah. Zenyatta... I mean, Zenyatta's in the Hall of Fame. How could John Sherriss not be in the Hall of Fame? Well, maybe they, the voters figure she dragged, she dragged him along. He didn't drag her along, but that's not the case. You know that they, uh, there was a good marriage of racehorse and a caretaker to get the most out of him. That's for sure. All right. Total team effort. Total team effort. Yeah. All right. Now we can get to the, uh, the goofy one. Bob Baffert, all these lawsuits that have happened with Bob Baffert and Medina Spirit, we all know about that, and it goes on and on and on. Still, still banned from Churchill Downs. We all, you know, Every year when we get up to the Kentucky Derby and Baffert's got all these high-priced, well-bred uh, three-year-olds that are kicking you-know-what in Southern California and uh, haven't been made, uh, made eligible for the Kentucky Derby for the last two years unless they went to another trainer. Uh, along with that, I guess there is a group of betters a conglomerate of bettors that have filed a lawsuit against Bob Baffert for what they say he did to Medina Spirit. They have tickets on Medina Spirit. And I guess what they're looking for is a settlement. Now, this has gone through three courts already. They started out in California. California dismissed it. Then they, uh, they it went to New Jersey, and New Jersey decided to transfer it to Kentucky. Oh, boy, it's going to Kentucky now. And so, uh, they, because, uh, that his horse under his care got disqualified in the Kentucky Derby. This is back in 2021. I guess, I mean, a lawsuit means they want to get paid for it. I mean, it's, that's the only thing I could think of. That's for sure. Well, if they win that lawsuit, I bet on the oh. horse to win that ran second to Medina's spirit, didn't get paid. Mendo-
2: Mandolin, was that, uh, I forgot its Uh, name. I think it was was Mountedulin,
3: I think, was the name of the horse. Something like that. It was a cop's horse. Yes. Anyhow, here's what what happened, folks. Uh, When the race is declared official at the track, you get paid. So all the people that bet Medina Spirit got paid, all right? The people who bet the second horse, who eventually became, declared the winner, winner. uh, we didn't get paid. So, I guess they're filing on behalf of the second place finisher. So, maybe I ought to the go, ones, they, ought to the go find
2: the owners and cocks and the jockey because everyone else. They all, didn't all, get the, paid.
3: all the players, as soon as it became official at the racetrack, you got paid on the horse that finally got disqualified, the people who got didn't get paid on the horse who finally was declared the winner. So, we'll wait and see where that goes. I think it's going nowhere because if they, if they manage.
2: If they establish this precedent, this game is finished, because oh. every there'll be somebody in court for something. I mean, it, it, listen, the stewards made a bad call in New York when they took down that 12-horse, if you recall, yeah. the phantom fall. What are they going to do, go back and sue now, too? Are it'll you, just be a never-ending, uh, it, it'll be horrible.
3: Yeah, so. it's going to be uh, opening up the, uh, the biggest Pandora box of gambling at racetracks you've ever seen in your life, but uh, we'll wait and see what happens there. All right, anything else on your soapbox there, buddy? That's it. We're ready to go. You're ready to go? That's it? No more, uh, nothing? Hey, how about the uh, races coming up this weekend, those Kentucky Derby races? Good stuff, huh?
2: Golf stream, nine stake races on Saturday, Ralph. Nine stake races. Yep. We better start the show early on Saturday.
3: Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> ain't, of, you ain't kidding over. there. There's going to be nine stake races. They are the uh, Colonel Liam, the McDermott, the Here Comes the Bride, the Davana Dale for the three-year-old fillies. The Very One, a uh, popular uh, stakes race, marathon stakes race on the turf. Uh, the uh, Gulfstream Park Mile, at a mile. Uh, the Canadian Turf is also on the turf there. The, uh, and the Honey Fox, a grade three uh, at a mile. And, and then you've got, uh, the, of course, the Fountain of Youth, mile and 16th. This is the uh, middle of the three-race series for the Florida Derby the Fountain of Youth has had uh, got one hell of a feel I can tell you that it's it's going to be good. Now, we understand that um, that uh, that big allowance race on Friday at Gulfstream that features a lot of the horses that uh, might have pointed for the uh, Fountain of Youth. One of them being Speakeasy, the Todd Flet- Fletcher horse that is going to be one of the favorites if he goes he's in the Fountain. It. Right, it, he's, he's crossing. Right, right, if he goes in the Fountain of Youth. Uh, it, it, Pletcher said when they asked him, he said he's going to make a decision, uh, but not until Friday morning, whether to go on the Friday race or a move to the Fountain of Youth on Saturday.
2: Not only that, fierceness isn't running. Fierceness is waiting for the Florida Derby. Yeah. So now Pletcher has the same problem that trainers like Cox and other guys have when they have all these horses and they have to get points for all of them. they got to keep them separated for a certain amount of time, otherwise they're going to cost themselves, you know, points if they want to get into the Derby. So it becomes a tricky situation, and uh, I'm sure they know what they're doing.
3: Yeah, but remember that the uh, race is coming up now. All these prep races at the particular racetracks, like the Fountain of Youth, uh, that's a prep for the Florida Derby. Uh, you know, the races at Oaklawn, a prep for the Arkansas Derby. The races in, in New Orleans at the fairgrounds for the, uh, you know, Louisiana Derby and even uh, Saturday's race, the San Felipe at uh, Santa Anita, are preps for the Santa Anita Derby. All of those derbies will hold 100 points for the Kentucky Derby, so they still have time to, no pun intended, jockey for position to get enough points to get in the Kentucky Derby if they want to. All right, so we've got to build a bankroll here.
2: Yeah, let's see if we could improve on Sunday's two seconds and turn them into two wins today. Yeah. Uh, first one... At Gulfstream, and we'll, let's look at the third race today at Gulfstream. It's a mile and a 16th on Tapita. And I like the number five horse in here, Starship Sigrun. Starship Sigrun is a four-year-old filly from the Bernardo Campos barn. <laughs> Angel Morales aboard the ride. She's listed at 8 to 1 on the morning line. Goes for a new barn today. Her last two races, either one of them good enough to get the job done here. I like number five, Starship Sigrun. To win today's third race out at Gulfstream Park.
3: Now that uh, that horse, as you say, uh, in that race is eight to one on the morning line. They got a big seven to five morning line favorite in there, uh, shopping at Bloomie's. Uh, and you think uh, you got a big shot at just uh, running that horse down, right? We are going to do it, sir. All right, you got it, my man. And of course, I know you usually uh, tap us into tap- Tampa Bay on Wednesdays.
2: Yeah, we're going to look at the second race today, Uh, a mile and a sixteenth on the main track. And I like the number two horse in here, High Yield Kitten, six-year-old Gelding from the Douglas Nun Barn. He claimed this horse last time out. This horse has some good races to go back to. I think he's sitting on a big effort today. Ronnie Allen aboard to ride nine to two on the morning line. Number two, High Yield Kitten. A single in today's second race set a Tampa Bay down.
3: Uh, Tampa Bay, number two uh, in the uh, second race season. Remember, two in the second race. Again, in that second race, number five, cuz, has been scratched in that race, leaving a field of nine in that event at uh, mile and 16th. So in the second race at Tampa Bay, you like number two, high-yield kitten. Let's make it a high-yield winner for the race day listeners out there. All right, Jonathan, well, I think we covered everything and then some, so I guess uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll uh, send you on, uh, on your way, and we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. Got it, my man. All right, when we come back off of the break, John Lendo is standing by. Oh, John, we are crossing our fingers and our toes and everything else for the weatherman to be just a little bit wrong for Saturday. We'll get the latest from John Lendo. Don't go away. We will be right back.
1: Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The Foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, Especially adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org.
0: South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered.
3: All right back on Race Day Las Vegas for this Wednesday show, kicking off another week covering the horse racing uh, business and, of course, horse racing uh, nationwide from the Las Vegas perspective. But we have our man in Southern California again after spending a lot of uh, time and sharing uh, the uh, studio here with us live over the weekend. John, uh, John Lindo, of course, back at home in Southern California. John, good morning.
4: Good morning, Ralph. How you doing?
3: I'm doing fine, man. Love to have you here uh, all the time, but we understand that you uh, do uh, reside in Southern California. It was a lot of fun having you over here over the weekend.
4: Oh, I enjoy it. It's fun to get over to the studio, fun to get over to the South Point and uh, kind of yeah, run into the horse players. And, and that's kind of how we grew up, Ralph, going to the racetrack and hanging out with our
3: friends. No kidding. Now, you know, I got... What happened to Santa Anita? Saturday morning, everybody in the world's looking at the Saudi Cup, and they couldn't bet the race there?
4: I, I have no idea. I didn't know about that till I got back. And, uh, I just, uh, you know, I'm trying to get an answer from San Anita why they wouldn't do that. Uh, I know that they have an advanced deposit wagering company, ExpressBet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that the, 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 I did get a note back that they will revisit that policy next year, but that didn't do anything for, the, you know, and there's a lot of horsemen on the backs that maybe don't, aren't, aren't, uh, you know, in tied in Wi Fi with the to be able to watch that stuff, you'd think sure. they'd at least pipe it through so they could watch and wager on it if they wanted to.
3: Now, uh, that uh wagering included not having an opportunity to bet it over their uh their phone app as well.
4: Uh, well, you could play it off ExpressBet, which is the uh the Stronic owned you know uh wagering site, and any any of the ADWs that the California residents are allowed to okay. to watch and wager on made it available, so it was available. Uh, you know uh, online but as far as opening up the the facility itself and being able to wager there from the facility at Santa Anita you couldn't do it
3: now I don't know what the uh, situation is now in Southern California at Santa Anita because I haven't been there in a long time but Clockers Corner used to be a really nice hot spot to be in the mornings and that would have been perfect to have it there uh, with the breakfast and the horses working out etc Saturday morning at the track and being able to watch it and bet it as well
4: yeah, unfortunately, Ralph, that's changed a lot. You don't see nearly as many of the horsemen out as we used to back in the "quote unquote" good old days. Ah. Uh, you can still have breakfast out there, but you know you could sit down and, and have a waiter service out there uh, overlooking the the racetrack. And uh, now it's kind of you know you you go to the win- the uh, ordering window, you pick it up yourself. You can sit down and do it yourself. But it's a little it's changed a little bit from what you remember.
3: Oh yeah, it used to be a hot spot. Everybody was there. You'd converse and all that. The horsemen would come out and you'd see uh, the top horsemen and, and on occasion when the uh, big horses had a out, it was really a, a fun thing, that's for sure. Sorry to hear it's kind of falling by the wayside there. All right, Mr. Blacker starts his 90-day suspension now.
4: Right. He started on Monday. He has a 90-day suspension for uh, non-reported veterinary uh, certificates for, yeah. for workouts. I think 527 workouts did not have that vet pass before they did them. So he's got 90 days to sit and get that, uh, you know, the clerical stuff all straightened out for his barn.
3: Just clerical, I understand, but how does, uh, how does the governing body, Wait until there's over 500 of these violations before they ever find out and do something about it.
4: Well, the only reason they found it in the first place, I guess, uh, a horse that that Dan Blacker trained suffered a catastrophic injury last oh. su- last June or July, ah. and at that point they went back to look at the workout pattern to see what happened, and, and they said, "Hey, wait a minute, these works weren't okay. They weren't. You know, there was no pre vetting inspection." And so they started going through and they found out out of the 780 horses that he had worked in the, in the year and a half prior, uh, you know, 527 of the works did not have that. And that's on the California horse racing board who is supposed to oversee and enforce the regulations that are in place.
3: Well, uh, you know, the equine injury uh, database uh, said that the, the, uh amount of fatalities thoroughbred fatalities in North America ticked upward slightly in two thousand and twenty three from two thousand and twenty two It is now at uh, one point three two per one thousand starters uh, but uh, the one in uh, last year 's uh you know was uh, lower obviously at one point two five but it was last year 's was the lowest ever recorded since this uh, operation has been in place so the one last year uh, although it ticked up a little bit, it's still very much uh lower than it ha- has been in the in the past uh dec you know decades. I mean in two thousand nine it was a two point a two point rate per thousand. So although it ticked up a little bit that's o okay, you know that's still okay. But uh you know Southern California and especially Santa Anita has been real cautious about running horses on what they believe are unsafe off tracks. I don't believe the off tracks some might be But I think you should leave it up to the horsemen and, of course, the jockeys who ride on those races to make that determination. Uh, But um, now we're looking again at 85% rain uh, coming in on Saturday over the weekend at Santa Anita. And uh, very much the big cap and San Felipe and all those big races on Saturday in jeopardy. And all of the events, you know, they have a lot of different events on the same day there in the infield. It said all of those are now in jeopardy.
4: Yeah, I, uh, there's been no announcement yet. Obviously, uh, we'll find out. We enter today for Santa Anita Handicap Day Saturday, and I and I do believe that uh, First Racing has purchased some national television time. Uh, Saturday is one of those First Racing Tours days where they will feature some of the races between uh, Gulfstream Park and their Fountain of Youth card and Santa Anita's big cap cards. So they have a lot lined up for Saturday, and so. Uh, You know, you'd you'd hate to see uh, the spending on on a national television broadcast, and there's nothing to televise. Uh, But uh, we'll find out what happens, and we know what the protocols are. Uh, You know, if they have to seal the track on Friday, if the rain comes in early, then, you know, it's dicey whether you can run on Saturday based on the rules that we have to go by right now. But uh We'll see. It's supposed to come in Friday night, and it's supposed to rain pretty good. So, um, if I have any updates through the week, Ralph, I'll get them to you. But right now, we're just sitting and watching like everybody else.
3: Okay. Did he ta- have a quick look at the Hall of Fame? You think everything? Uh, anybody was left out of that thing?
4: No, I think it's pretty accurate. You know, justifies a triple crown winner. I would think that there would not be uh, much resistance to him being inducted. And okay. you know, for me personally, Ralph, I want to see Kono Gold get into this oh, thing. Oh, you know, finally! Any, any. five years straight in the Breeders' Cup sprint, uh, extended time of excellence, uh, facing the very best. And he's a sprinter. It's hard to keep sprinters sharp for any length of time, much less five years. So I think he's worthy of induction to the hall. I I don't know. I I don't want to call it an East Coast bias, but, you know, California speed's pretty good.
3: Well, I voted for him every year. He was eligible last year. I'm going to do it again this year. That's for sure. Uh, Okay, a thought about the Baffert lawsuit. Oh, uh,
4: you know, I let it go where it's going to go. I don't think there's anything to see there. I really yeah. don't. Uh, yeah, I just think it was horse players trying to make a statement, and yeah. they're moving that thing around like I don't want it. You take it. So right. uh, yeah. I really don't have a comment on it.
3: Yeah, it's just uh, there's a lot to do about nothing. That's for sure. And of course, a uh, thought about the inquiry on Sunday uh, last race.
4: Well, I think Jonathan Hartun got it right. Uh, you know, based on what happened in the British Cup a few years back, when Bayern just wiped out half the field, yeah, and uh, there was no change there. That kind of set a standard. Uh, you know, you usually give those horses at the start two or three jumps before it to straighten out after they come out of the gate. Right. And uh, I didn't see anything. It benefited me, and I don't think I deserve to win that. So that'll tell you how I feel about it. And I don't care whatever the standard is, Ralph. Just be consistent on how you enforce that rule so we know what to expect. Right now, when it goes to the stewards, you just sit there twiddling your thumbs. because. And I've been doing this a while. I have no idea what they're going to decide.
3: Yeah, no question about that. That's for sure. Now, I see uh, from the window behind you, there's a lot of sunshine. Can you bottle that up and uh, put it out on Sunday (laughs) and Saturday?
4: Gonna enjoy it as it comes along, Ralph, and we'll yeah. we'll deal with the, the the elements. And either way, we're gonna have a great card at Gulfstream Park yeah. too. Yeah, uh, you know, Santa Anita should yeah. be a good card if we can get it in. Yeah. So,
3: real quick, uh, Linda, report for this week.
4: Did Gulfstream Park for tomorrow? I'll do a full card at Gulfstream Park on Saturday for that 14 race card. Santa Anita Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
3: All right, you got it, my man. Thanks a lot for uh, checking in with us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right,
4: Ralph. Good luck today.
3: All right, final break. When we come back, Jerry Jackowitz, and we'll see what he's thinking about today. Don't go away.
0: From the South Point studio. <laughs> the perfect blend of sports. But I think the Niners are going to wear him down. Detroit Pistons lost their 36 <laughs> Comedy. It's the Comedy. See over under on that relationship lasting. I'm going to put Mayo in the coffee. Yes. I am beautiful. And a whole lot of Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. 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 Join Ryan McCormick. That's at least. Two picks
2: outside of our own in the first round next year. For And host Frank
0: Nicotero. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I look at the clock, I go, ah! ah oh.
0: Watch Punchlines, live at noon every weekday. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas.
3: All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Now, you heard on the commercial how much fun uh, on the uh, Punchline show there is. And don't forget, Punchline is here five days a week on the South Point Studios feed on YouTube. You can see it. You can listen to it. You can watch it. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Frank Nicotero does a great job. Five days a week, Monday to Friday, noon to 1. And, of course, sports by the book. You need that, especially coming up with March Madness. My goodness, they'll keep you updated on all the good stuff there. Seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 3 to 4 p.m. And Saturday and Sunday, an expanded version, 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. All Pacific time zone starts. So keep that in mind. Jerry Jackowitz, good morning. Good morning,
5: Ralphie. How you doing today?
3: I'm doing fine, my man. What do you got up your sleeve today? Let's see. <laughs> Nothing
5: up either sleeve, but I have an idea here to share with you guys.
3: Okay, give me that idea.
5: Well... You know, we come to races, and I, I talk to you all the time about pop-out keys, finding pop-out keys, and, you know, you you might only find a couple a day, you know, two, three, four. Might, four would be a busy day in, in finding really good pop-out keys. Um, so, you know, that might not be enough action, and particularly with the small fields we have today, you know, you can handicap a race and have a horse you like pretty much and just there not be enough value in it. But there's another kind of wager that we can make. I call it proposition wagering. A little bit like a football bet. You know, you bet one side against the other. In this case, let's say you had an eight-horse race. I might bet four horses against the other four horses to create an exacta, and only look for a pad of, you know, six to five or seven to five, as opposed to, you know, um, a play where I'm making a, a really you know significant bet on a, on a on a particular horse, and if that horse wins, I want to extract a certain amount of value, two to one, four to one, whatever. But the proposition bet, and it, it's really I actually learned it before I made the power page, and then it took me a lot of years to realize that the power page actually identifies when um, several of these bets are available, not entirely, but. it's pretty good at at getting you at least to look at races that have the potential to be a proposition bet. So this is a, for instance, let's say we have an eight horse field and the top four horses on the power page are fairly closely bunched. And then there's a break between the fourth horse and the fifth horse. And then five, six, seven, eight are a lot lower than the, the top four horses. I might not have a pop out key in that top four if I do, of course I'm playing a pop out key that's my first my first, play. but if I don't have a pop out key, if I have a several horses that I kind of like, I look at them, I handicap them those four horses, and it's stuff to like, but I don't really have a hook to make me want to bet any one of them. The four of them become an interesting bet. you can bet for example an exact uh uh uh, this way, you could take four by four, a simple four by four. It costs you four times three, twelve combinations, and check each of the, your exact each of your prices to see if um, if it will yield a um, an even money or greater payout, maybe six to five or seven to five. Or another thing you can do, and I do this particularly like to do this is because I like to find randomness, I go four by four by all. That's four times three times six. That's 24 times three. 72 combinations for a trifecta is $36. It's not so terribly expensive. And I might even go four by all by four if there's a lot of big prices in there. But I will very, I will do something like that where four by four by all becomes an exacta where any one of the... the Any two of those four horses that are in the top four group on the power page, finish first or second, or if I do it first and third, I cash. And I'm really driven by potential payoffs, and I'm not looking to to shoot the moon. I'm looking for a high high percentage play, something that's going to come in three out of five times, four out of seven times, something like that, and I can build an edge.
3: Now, uh, Jerry, uh, I understand that philosophy, but nowadays, especially with the computer groups now jumping in and and causing a lot of uh, drastic fluctuations in prices, even during the course of a race, it would be harder to determine uh, that type of uh, payoff now, wouldn't it?
5: Well, you're really looking for, for instance, and you're sort of looking for um, things to sort of break up because you have to understand if you don't have a good pop-out key if you don't have a good hook in the race what right. makes you think anybody else does and sure the computer people will come in and they'll suck some of the value out of your play right on, on certain occasions but on sometimes they're going to push value into the play Uh and you'll get an overlay payoff so we can't we can't function based on those guys
3: all right well again we used up time right to the end i want to thank you jerry for your thoughts on wednesdays about how to play races etc we'll get back to handicapping and all that good stuff tomorrow as we continue through the week on the big weekend coming up in the meantime jerry you got one more thing to say go ahead and say it
5: Have a great race
3: day, everybody.